Hey, it's Shanna, and this is the At Home Tarot Podcast, where we're building a home within ourselves, one daily spiritual practice at a time. Good morning. So good to have you here for my daily spiritual practice of tarot for our daily spiritual practice of tarot. Um, I record this podcast specifically for people trying to unhook from codependency, over advising self sacrificing to the point of a feeling of loss of self. Um, So that is who I speak to. And every day we pick a self abandonment and a self returning card. And we talk about the energies that can have us move away from ourselves and move towards ourselves in a really centered way, where we can actually be an individual and have successful relationships at the same time. Uh, So if you're new here, that's a little bit about what this podcast is about. If you are returning, then you know, I might I'm on the road right now. Um, I'm moving all the way across Canada to be with my love Kyle. And I am on day Oh, my goodness, is it day four or five? I really can't keep track anymore. (laughs) It's um, but it's a long go. It's it's a full week on the road. Um, And I'm actually sitting at a little stop this morning, overlooking a lake in, um, in Western Ontario. So that's pretty cool today. Um, Now, usually, I think I've mentioned this before, but usually what I do is I record these podcasts the morning before. Um, And that just gives me time to schedule it so that you guys can listen to it in the morning. And so I'm always kind of pulling for the next day. However, today and last night, I had to stay in a little tiny hotel that was very crowded, not very soundproof. It was just one of those nights. And I don't mind the little motels, but some of them just are not quiet. And this one was not. Um, And I was tired and I kind of just wanted to go to bed, get up early and get back on the road. Um, And so I thought, all right, I'm going to stop at some point in my travel for, you know, 15, 20 minutes and record this podcast. So that's where I am right now. So if you hear some noises or uh, vehicles going by, then, you know, that's what that is. Now, Ah, today's cards. The other reason I really wanted to stop is I pulled these cards out of my deck on the road. Um, Yes, I'm that person that has their deck set up in their car. So every once in a while, I just reach over and pick out a card. Um, That welcome to my life. (laughs) Um, And I was just so intrigued by these two cards. And I thought about them and thought about them on the road and contemplated them. And I'm like, yeah, those are today's cards. Uh, Because I was I allow myself to skip a day here at the podcast. um, If life is happening. uh, Because that's, that's real. Um, That's true. Uh, Sometimes, something we do and want to do every day gets put by the wayside. Um, So I was contemplating and allowing myself today to say, that's fine. There's lots of podcasts, they can go back to one that really speaks to them. And I'm sure something there will be for them. And then I pulled these cards, and I couldn't not talk about them. So let's get into it. (laughs) So our self returning card or sorry, our self abandonment card is the fool. 
And our self-returning card is the star. So Major Arcana Day, that means big energy in the air. Big energy that is not just for today, that we're in this. And we're going to be in this for a while, and we've probably already been in it, some of us. And what I love about the Fool and the Star is that they're both ruled by Uranus. And Uranus is such an interesting energy. And it's really unpredictable. And it, it has a wildness about it. Um, and it rules Aquarius. And the star card is Aquarius energy. And so I thought today what I would do is really talk about Aquarius energy, but also what I see this message being. And what I really see this message being is where instead of healing, instead of staying in spaces that bring us life and living and circumstances that force us to heal the part of us that wants to merge with others, we just opt out with the fool. We say, you know what? I don't want to do any of this. I'm leaving it all behind. I'm out of here. And we kind of jump out of situations um, that feel disruptive to our ego, to our sense of who we thought we were, um, of the protection part of us that want to say, no, 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 uh, -uh. please don't heal this. Please don't be in a relationship where you are confronted and are brought to the brink of the things you need to heal. Let's just go. Um, and there's a subtleness here that says, of course, we're not going to stay in abusive relationships. And it is the relationships in life that bring us to a more whole healing. There is not work I did alone that actually brought me big healing. I thought I did. And then I realized that those parts of me didn't get healed until I was able to be around people who brought that up and I had to heal it in relationship. So I could heal it in myself, but the true healing came when it got activated in a relationship and then I had to really see if I could practice and attend to that healing in that relationship. So the full energy here is that urge to just take off. It's that urge to leave everything behind, including our healing, and kind of just escape. And sometimes we need to do that. I, I want to honor that, but sometimes we need to do that. But because this is in um, self-abandonment, what I think it is, is that tendency to run and that tendency to cut ties and that tendency to go deeper into hyper-individuality and hyper-independency. And it is that oscillation of, this is really hard. It's really hard to heal my stuff in relationships. So I'm just, I'm just going to swing over here and be really independent and cut people out and, 
and just like take my little bit of stuff and go. (laughs) And that's interesting energy. And Uranus is like that. It can be the great disruptor. It can cut things off. Um, It can have these strange endings or these unanticipated endings and beginnings. Um, And and it says, uh, like, just jump into what's possible. Just be wild. And there's something here today that's that's saying, just hold that, just notice that, acknowledge that, but don't jump into it yet. Because if you jump into it, and you, you had a chance to heal what was there, chances are it will then play out in the next relationship in order to be healed. And that's when we start dynamics, where we're like, Oh, um, why is this relationship reminding me of my last relationship? And chances are it's because no matter what your partner's doing, you're always going to see the past person, the past pattern in the new person. You're always going to see it. And maybe some of the behavior is the same, but you're always going to pinpoint that behavior because you never healed your focus on that behavior and your focus on making those choices that a partner makes or that quality um, a bad thing to you. Um, And so it's very interesting. It's just such interesting energy. Um, The star card. Let's get further into this. So Aquarius energy you think Aquarius is all about the collective because it's innovative, it's futuristic, it's it's what's good for all of us. And that's very true. But having a really close friend that's an Aquarius, plus a couple other um, people I know and consider friends as well, Aquarius, this is not how they are. So we... Th- the Aquarius um, symbolism and archetype is the water bearer the water bearer. And the star card is the healing card. And it comes after the tower. So things break down. And you come into this next card with nothing. They don't even usually have clothes in the star card in the traditional deck. It's like coming from everything in the tower with clothes and a crown and all of that, having that break down and then, and then seeing your rawness, seeing your bareness. That's true healing is when you are laid bare and the, your fears are laid bare and what you need to heal is laid bare. If you're experiencing that moment where you're like, oh my God, I have all this healing to do and it feels really real and it feels really raw and it doesn't feel very good, then you're in the star card (laughs) because all of a sudden you're really uncomfortable with how bare you are to yourself. And this is when we want to cut and run and grab what little we can and become the fool again. And we can do that after the tower but the star wants us to move into the sun. It wants us to move into our subconscious and then our bliss and actually integrate what's happening. Or you can cut yourself off between the 16 and 17 card in the tarot, the tower and the star and start again. And guess what happens? 
you you go through all that energy again you are single again or you're looking for someone again or you're in the same life circumstance again you're starting over again maybe in a new place and you go through those same motions we go through the same motion until we get back to the tower and go why is this happening again <laughs> you know and it's because we keep cutting ourselves off after the tower and moving away from healing instead of staying long enough to heal so do you want to start over or do you want to start healing is is the big question on the table with the star card um and that's really up to us so the aquarius card is also an individual card um, hold on, let me back up. I do want to talk about individuality with this. But before I do, I, I did have a point. <laughs> I've got my morning energy. So you might notice this reading has a lot of energy to it. I have a lot of energy in the morning. Um, so um, the water bear, the water bear is not a water sign. So Aquarius is a air sign. And so the big thing to remember with this is that Aquarians will not heal you. And Aquarius energy will not heal you. And if you ever know an Aquarius, you will understand the experience of them bringing you to the brink of healing putting you in situations, pushing you sometimes, because again, the water bearer will literally bring you to healing. And sometimes that feels soft. And I would say a lot of time with the air energy, it feels hard. Um, none of the Aquarians I know have soft energy. Um, and God love them, but they're not water signs. They're not water signs. Um, they carry you to water sign energy, meaning they will show you what you need healed. They will show you where you need self-compassion, where you need deep healing, where you need deep shadow work. Aquarians will show you this because they're so innovative. They're so forward thinking that they can see this and they will push you and they will push the communities they're in to move forward into that uncomfortable space often before we're ready and it can feel really disruptive just like you're honest it can feel disruptive to our system and and i always call my aquarians gatekeepers they will show you the gate. They will force you to the gate, just like they, they are bringing water to you. They're bringing the healing to you, but they are not the water. My Aquarians don't sit with me and heal. They just don't. They love that something they say forces me into healing and then I go do the healing work somewhere. And then I bring back what, you know, like what I'm experiencing. I talk to them about what I'm experiencing. They don't mind that part. But Aquarians are often not the person you're going to partner with to heal. They're not going to heal you. 
because Aquarian energy is individualistic. And that's weird for us because they're so collective. They have such collective energy. Um, And so one of the things to really consider with that, I have somebody playing with a dog in front of me and it's just, he's so adorable. He's so adorable. Um, And so (laughs) I'm a little distracted here. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I was just, um, the, the guy was just waving at me and I'm like, yeah, I'm on my microphone. This is real life. I just love this. Um, but as I was saying, Aquarians, um, it, it, they're so individual. They don't want to merge. Um, and the way they do relationships, they can um, be, it can look so different. Um one of the Aquarians I know actually moved um, bedrooms in the house. Um, another one, it's like, you know, long distance. Um, my my partner has Aquarius in his seventh house in astrology um, of relationships. And so literally long distance and our relationship has different rules and it looks different than anything I've had before and it looks different than him and we're willing to hold that tension between being together and doing individual healing so with Aquarius Aquarius energy is we are each doing our own healing because it's good for the collective it's good for the collective and that's how me and my partner are. And there are moments, there are a lot of moments where something he says or something I say just touches our hearts. And there's like that little piece of healing, but it comes naturally. And I've had that with my Aquarius people as well, where of course, eventually something we say um, to each other or little things we do feel really touching and, and it feels like a little piece of us just healed, but it's not expected. And so with that, the fool and the star is really saying your perspective, our perspective on relationships, that they have to merge, that we have to merge as people. And that if you don't heal, I can't heal. Or if you're not doing good, I can't be doing good. Those are such deep-rooted wounds and beliefs. And what I know from being with someone in deep healing is that I can't heal them for them. And we can still have a really good relationship And yes, there will be times when sometimes that person is just not a partner. However, this is about stop, stop looking at them. The star says, stop looking at them. Um, Your invitation here is to heal yourself, to attend to yourself. Um, This isn't really about leaving a relationship or staying. This is about the big energy that we have to get to the point where we're so uncomfortable that our partner is not doing what we want them to do. They're not 
um, being the person we want them to be. They're not um, healing in the way we want to heal. They're not merging with us. They're not... um, they're not contributing to our healing. All of these things that make us want to kind of merge together. And the star shakes it off and says, uh-uh, no, no. I just brought you to the brink of healing. I don't heal you. Like, I'm bringing you to the river. You're the one that has to drink. And being in situations where we have to deal with us and our subconscious, because that's the next card in the tarot, is the moon, and it's going deep into our subconscious. That's a good thing. That's a wonderful, wonderful thing. And as tough as nails and gritty, as sometimes it is to have relationships with people who are major Aquarians and be so triggered by their individuality, it has brought so much healing. It has brought me to the brink of healing. And again, this doesn't have to be whether you're staying in relationships or not staying in relationships. This is about being in their energy and not trying to change their energy. And I don't mean Aquarius people. I mean the people in our life. Can we be around people's energy without merging with it, without taking it into us? Can we be an individual? And can we look at the way we're activated by others and heal ourselves? Because whatever we're all going through right now, it's asking us to heal it. And it's asking us to release that anything or anyone has to be any different before we start attending to those deeper patterns. And this deep pattern of codependency. It's big energy, isn't it? And the fool is, again, that reminder, like, don't start over here. Let this activate you. Let this lay bare to you. Let this bring you to the brink of the shoreline to heal. Because the next card, like I said, is the moon. And it's very underwater energy. It's water energy. And so the Aquarius brings you to the Pisces that says there's deep spiritual healing that needs to happen here, like in your spirit. And are you willing to go there? And if not, then what happens is you will jump off, you will break things off, you will um, start a new life thinking things will be different, and then it will play out again. Slowly but surely, not at the beginning, but slowly but surely, we all move through the tarot major arcana again, and we will get right back to the tower, and we will get right back to the star. And are we going to move on to the moon? Are we going to move on to the subconscious healings of the fear? Why do we fear that people won't merge with us? Why do we fear that someone's an individual? Why do we fear that our partners are often not our healers? but the people who are there for us as we're healing. Why does that scare us? Why does that scare you? That your partner might not actually not contribute a ton to your healing, but that they will be there for you as you heal. Why is that scary? Why do we... Why do we want that one person we choose to heal us? 
that is a deep wound that we have created in this world, that the person we choose to do life side by side with has to not only be our partner and provider and teammate, but now also our healer. It takes a village. It takes a village. And the less pressure we put on our partners, actually the more they can show up for us. It's, it's a beautiful thing. And I will say the last thing about Aquarians is if you judge them, <laughs> you're in for a wild ride. You're in for a hard ride. And it's one of the things my close friend said to me, um, like the second or third time we hung out, he said, if you don't judge me, we'll get along fine. And it was the first time someone had said that so clearly to me. No one in my life had ever said that word, but how many people would love to say that to people? If you don't judge me, we're going to get along. Okay, just don't judge me for shit. Um, it's so honest. And it was so confronting. And Aquarius energy is so confronting. Because it wants to push us out of our old spaces. It really does. Um, and there can be an urgency to Aquarian energy of like, come on, just stop doing this or just, you know, and it's like, okay, okay. But like, there's, there's more than that. Um, and so this is about not judging yourself for this and, and not judging other people for where they're at either. Can we love people where they are for who they are? Can we actually do that? Because wanting our partners to be healers for us, Wanting them to be all the villagers in the village, all the things to us, and then judging them when they aren't is um, is a moving backwards kind of, it's a tower moment it is what that is. And it, it is that deep wound and that deep relationship wound. And often what it does is it, it it's a fear because if our one relationship can't be everything, that means we actually have to have really, really close relationships with a lot of other people in order to fulfill all the sides of us that need things. And that means we have to create more relationships and navigate more healing and navigate more communication and navigate more abandonment wounds. Do you see where I'm headed with this? <laughs> that the star is collective because it says I can't be everything for you. So we need to all be doing this together and you need a bigger support system. E, ah, oh, that hurts. <laughs> that pisses me off. I don't want more relationships. I want more space. You know, I have that Aquarian energy um, <laughs> a little bit in myself um, in a more sad way of like, I want to be an individual. I want to be independent. I want to be left alone um, until I don't. <laughs> um, and you know, Aquarius can be the same. And so it really pisses me off when I get the star card, because it's a reminder that I'm looking to only one person. And that this is a collective thing that I need to bring in more people. And more people means more relationships and more relationships mean more activations, more triggers, more conflict navigation, um, more of my wounds coming up more of my healing, the more relationships we have, this isn't I'm not saying have like a ton, but 
the more relationships we have, the more people, specialized people we have. Like I have friends and then I have a mentor and then I have a therapist and then I have a body worker and then I have a housekeeper and then I have a dog walker and then I have, you know, my parents and then, you know, and it's like, we have all this to navigate. It can feel like a lot, but that's the true nature of a collective support system that lets your relationship, your, your primary relationship off the hook from being everything. I got to stop there because I got to get back on the road. But you can see why I needed to stop and get this out. Because this is just, this is just big energy, isn't it? And I've heard people talking about this. And I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking about the support system I want to build in Nova Scotia. Like, I'm so excited to see Kyle. But I'm like more excited, not more, but I'm just as excited to find a good physio physiotherapist out there and a good gym and a good club or some sort of social thing. So um, that reminder that was never supposed to be one person. It was always supposed to be a collective of people healing you. So again, I'll leave it there. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Process this, re-listen. Let me know how it landed and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye, love. Thank you for joining me at home for our daily practice today. If you'd like deeper insight into your current energy, head over to jennadale.com slash insight messages to order a personalized reading from me and be sure to hit subscribe wherever you're listening. So you can join me again tomorrow. See you then. Thank you.